Happy New Year. It's 2022. Can you believe it? I don't know about you, but 2021 kind of flew by. There was a lot of stuff happening in my life, in our, our family's life. I don't know about you, but a lot of things happened in 2021. So it's good to see you this morning. Let's pray before we get started for Testimony Sunday. God, thank you so much for allowing us to gather together uh, in person and for those online. Thank you for them um, worshiping with us today. I pray that today would be one that brings you honor and glory above everything else. Help us to just remember how you have been working in our lives, not just individually, but also as a church family. Thank you for all the things that you have done this past year. Help us today to just think about how you are working and to praise you and thank you for all that you have done for us. We love you and we praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want you to go to Nehemiah if you have your Bibles before we get started. Testimony Sunday. I'm excited. I haven't been a part of a Testimony Sunday for quite a while, so I'm excited to see how God has been working. But Nehemiah chapter 8. Remember last week we made a commitment to study, read the Word together as a family. And last week we talked about the Word of God being the joy of our heart. Listen to this in Nehemiah chapter 8. We're not going to read it all, but I'll point a couple verses out. Now, Nehemiah chapter 8, Ezra comes and reads the law to the people, the law of God. You see in verse 4, it says, Ezra, the teacher of the law, stood on a high wooden platform built for the occasion. Down in verse 5, Ezra opened the book. All the people could see him because he was standing above them, and as he opened it, the people all stood up. And then Ezra praised the Lord, the great God, and all the people lifted their hands and responded, Amen and Amen. Now drop down to verse 9. Then Nehemiah the governor, Ezra the priest, and the teacher of the law, and the Levites who were instructing the people said to them all, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep, for all the people had been weeping as they listened to the words of the law. Nehemiah said, Go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And then verse 12. Then all the people went away to eat and drink, to send portions of food and to celebrate with great joy, because they now understood the words that had been made known to them. To celebrate with great joy because they now understood the words. We made a commitment to read the Bible together. And I hope in 2022 that we understand more about the Bible and more about who God is and who we are and how we need to live our lives. But they went away to eat and drink, to send portions of food, and to celebrate with great joy because they now understood the words that had been made known to them. I love that. So when we understand the Bible and the scriptures before us, and we understand it, we can celebrate with great joy. 
So I wanted to bring that to you this morning and also to remind you if those if you made that commitment for 2022 we're reading the bible together and i hope we can ask questions to each other things that stuck out to us as we read from genesis to revelation together you know i've read the first two days and there's questions i already have from the first five chapters of genesis and then psalm one and two there's a lot in there I hope we can discuss them in, throughout the weeks and say, what do you think about this phrase? Have you ever thought about this before? Now we come to today, and what is it? Testimony Sunday. Everybody say that out loud. Oh, Testimony Sunday. I love it. And I hope you're excited. Another passage real quick. Colossians. You may know this one. Colossians chapter 4, or chapter 3, verses 15 through 17. Here's what it says. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of the body, of one body, you were called to peace, and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. I hope we can teach each other and admonish each other today. As we, doesn't have to be a 20-minute testimony, okay? It could be a one sentence, thanking God for what He did in 2021. In an article I read recently at my desk, somebody quoted Benjamin Franklin I don't know if Ben Franklin said it, but they said, it's often quoted that Benjamin Franklin said this, Tell me and I forget. Teach me and I may remember. Involve me and I learn. That's what Testimony Sunday is. It's not just me coming up here and preaching the word. It's not Cody and the worship team just singing songs up here for us. I like that. Involve me and I learn. You're going to be involved today. It's up to you if you want to share a testimony, but you're getting involved today. It's not just me up here. The writer went on of the same article and said, Very few churches allow people to bring their own content on Sunday morning. Instead, people are expected to sit and to silently absorb the preacher's sermon. Testimony Sunday allows us to hear from many of how God has been working in their lives. We don't hear it often, unless we get together in the week. But today is a chance we're going to hear from many voices, I hope, of how God is working in your life. Thomas Hoyt Jr. in the book, I quoted from this book early on, this year, or last year, Thomas Hoyt Jr. wrote, In testimony, people speak truthfully about what they have experienced and seen, offering it to the community for the edification of all. And he goes on to say, The practice of testimony requires a person to commit voice and body to, te to the telling of the truth. It guards the integrity of personal and communal life, as much on the grand stage of history as in the small exchanges of home. Today, living in a world where falsehood is strong, we need to support one another as we rise to bear witness, speaking the truth about what we have seen and heard. 
When we do, we are also supported by another community, one that has inspired Christians since the earliest days, the great cloud of witnesses who have gone before us. Sharing a testimony bears witness to how God is working in your life and the life of your community. That's why we're doing Testimony Sunday today, January 2nd, 2022. What did God do last year that you want to share, that you haven't shared before maybe, of how God's working in your life? I'm going to come down there. Is that okay? Is that okay? All right. And I want to mention that if you're on the Facebook page, two people already gave a testimony on Facebook. Bev Stratton and Mary in Panama gave a testimony. And Bev Stratton chose the word choose for this year, and Mary chose the word hope this year. They're going to focus on them. Remember the one word from last week? So I just wanted to share that. People online keep writing those testimonies because I love hearing them. Now I'm going to share one that I have. I thought of a song. As a kid, I grew up singing this song. I don't know about you. God is so good. Did you hear that song before? Now, this song was composed to help pass the time on a road trip. Anybody been on a road trip? They would sing this song to pass the time, which is kind of cool. The first verse was composed by Velna Ledin or her traveling companions in 1933. And many more have been added since. So there's many verses to this song. You could probably write one and sing it to the same tune. But the first two verses stick out to me because 2021 and my family coming to Ferris. So here's what it is. God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's good to me. Has God been good to you? He's been good to me and my family. But then number two, verse two, sticks out because what happened, November we started prayer meeting, correct? A few of us gather in the back and listen to this verse. And I, th- I know some of you will attest, this, is, this has been true too. God answers prayer. God answers prayer. God answers prayer. He's so good to me. Is that true? We've seen answers, right? To our prayers. So I can go on with all these verses. Verse 3, he cares for me. Verse 4, I love him so. 5, I'll do his will. If I wasn't here, I wouldn't be doing his will. Right? I'm here. I'm doing his will. I praise his name. All those verses stuck out to me because God is so good to me. I hope he's good to you. But that's my testimony, short, sweet. I'm glad to be at Testimony Sunday. Now you see three mics here, correct? It might be scary, just like last week. Was it scary coming up to sign that thing, that journal? Now we have three mics. You can use them all at once, that's fine. But we're going to talk. If you want to share a testimony, you can either walk up here to one of these mics. And if you can't, for some reason, I have this mic, so I will come to you and you will share from your seat if you want to. So I'm going to open the floor to the first one. Whoever wants to jump at it, raise your hand if you need this mic. But 
There's a question you can ask yourself and answer. What has God been doing in your life over the past year? And if you, if you want to share your name before, that would be helpful, too, for the people online. So, it's yours. Who's going to be that first one? Oh, you want to come, or you want me to come? Okay. Hey, I just want to say, um, God has been great to me through my whole life, not just this year. Been through a lot of stuff in my life, and he's always brought me out on top, always. I have family, I have Jesus Christ, I have Lord God, and um, he healed me from COVID the last month. I was so sick. I said, Lord, please heal me, and he did. I did, I sat there and I went, oh, I could do deep breathing and do exercise on my legs, so I did deep breathing, exercised my legs, took my supplements that I had to take, and thank God, he healed me. I have enough food to eat, which is probably too much, but um, I'm warm, I have a decent place to live, and he's just worked in my life. And it's good to see my kids when they come home. He's blessed me with my kids and my family, my brother, my brother and my sister-in-law. So love you all. Thank you. Thank you, Vernabeth. And also, if, if somebody else is giving a testimony, you can walk up to a mic and wait patiently or sit up front. When they're done, you can get up. Okay? I'll make this one quick. Um, there we go. Um, all of you probably know me. I'm Cody. I lead songs up here. My testimony is not going to be a very long, drawn-out story. So it's not the big testimony you may have heard this summer that pretty much shaped where I'm at today. However, I want you guys to focus on some of the small things that happen in your life. Sometimes it's easy to lose yourselves as you go home from Sunday. You lose yourself because you go to public school or because you go to work, which I do, and you deal with a lot of young guys who obviously don't know Christ. I am surrounded by those people, and sometimes i got to remind myself they aren't me i got to step up and be individual. And so a little story of Keith's verse, God answers prayer. I'm at work. I am a, I basically run a crew that does a horizontal drilling, which means I'm putting a drill in the ground and I'm going parallel with the ground surface for up to 700 feet, meaning I have to miss gas lines. i got to miss electric lines. i got to miss whatever utility you can think of. And some of these things are, you know, very high pressure that leave big craters in the ground if you hit them. So it can be dangerous, but if you use your head, they're not dangerous. Well, you deal with obstacles in the ground as well, like rocks that deflect your drill that you can't drill through. And this happened this fall where we were having trouble, and we were on a contract job, so you specifically have to be a depth. Otherwise, you may not get your contract job, and this one was worth lots of money. And so we're drilling along. We can't get past this rock in the ground. Now... It happens to be we're close to utilities where if I'm too shallow, I'm going to be right at a gas line. If I'm too deep, I'm going to be hitting a water line, which you don't want to flood a city. I keep hitting this rock, and it's deflecting me shallow, so we have to pull back our rods on the ground, and we have to try it again, and the ground is hard. 
So after you create a hole in hard ground, it's hard to form a new hole after you pull back. Well, about the third time, I'm saying a prayer in my head. God, help me. Or help the drill. Help the operator. And the last attempt, I'm watching our, our grade. I can see in a tool I have, I can see the grade. And I see that it's not changing. We're in the exact same hole. And we hit that same rock in the same way. All at once, it deflects downward. After all the attempts of going above, boom, just like that. It deflects downward. I know God answered my prayer then and there, and I was very thankful. So it's those little moments that you remember God answers prayer. So thanks for pointing that verse out, Keith. Thank you, Cody. There you go. with me because I'm um, because we're partners we do about everything together it seems like and um, as we talked about this together this week um, I asked her you know what is what's the word you're going to use this year and she didn't answer me she said well what's yours and I said healthy and what did she say? Health. Uh, I told you we do everything together. <laughs> um, but when we think about health, um, and I'll let her talk to you once in a while. Um, I think about health as um, physical being. You know, we need to be healthy. Uh, we need to keep our body healthy. Um, not only to do with everyday trials and work and everything, but think we need to be healthy so that we can serve God in a, in a way that he would want us to serve him. So that's one reason why I, I want to be healthy. Um, and you can, you want to take something else? You want to take the spiritual aspect of it? I just wanted to say that I'm blessed by our ladies group. This is the eighth year that we've had ladies of light. And I am so blessed by the bonding of these ladies, the studies that we have grown from, the prayers that we have seen answered. It's just such a blessing to have these ladies all together every week. And it, it was missed last year when we couldn't do it. We, we all missed it. And I'm just so thankful. I'm blessed by our Ladies of Light group. Well, one other, one other thing I want to say about health is spiritual health. Um, I think we need to be spiritually healthy. Um, and how can we be spiritually health, healthy? Um, I think Keith is on the right track, I think. You know, with, with the Bible study that we're doing, um, uh, every day reading God's Word, I think that's going to uh, strengthen us spiritually and make us healthy spiritually as well. And along with that, I think that um, the book study that we're doing, Not a Fan, um, that's been very challenging to me. Um, you know, I thought that I was, you know, I thought I was doing some things right, but, and probably was doing some things right, but I think that 
it challenges us to not only be a fan, but be a follower. It's eye-opening. The, that book study has been eye-opening. We, we think we're on the right path and we're doing everything right, but we're not doing enough. And, and that's one of the things that I've learned is that I need to dig in a little deeper. And um, Cody, or, uh, uh, Jody talked this morning in our Sunday school class about changes in our life. And I think that um, as we look forward to 2022, uh, maybe there is some changes. I think we change constantly in our Christian walk with Christ. We start out as babies, and then we mature as Christians. And, and as we do that, I think our, our life, um, our usefulness becomes different at times as we mature in Christ. Um, one of the things that I wanted to say was um, the reason that God is good, and I, and I don't want to, I don't know how many, you said 20 minutes, right? Um, <laughs> Rosie says, what are you going to do, teach a sermon or what? Um, I don't, I don't want to do that. I just want to, I just kind of relay a message to the people here at Ferris, and, and not only the ones that are here this morning, but the ones that have passed away and passed on. What an encouragement you've been to me. Um, we have a lot of friends here, uh, family. Um, we're just we're just grateful for who you are and for the encouragement that you gave to us throughout the years. Um, I told you this morning. I think about Paul and Lucille Beard. <clears throat> Some of you probably don't remember him, uh, but uh, man, they used to be big encouragers to us as, as we worked with the youth. They would uh, be constantly sending cards or doing something for us as we worked with the youth and. Uh, and the people here have done the same thing. You know, they're just, you're, you're all great people. Love you all, and um, we just appreciate what you do. Um, the other thing that I wanted to share with you is Joshua 3.5, one of my favorite verses, I guess, not necessarily the most favorite, maybe, I don't know whether it is or not, but it comes to my mind, and uh, it was probably about eight years ago that I was kind of introduced to this verse and when we were looking for a preacher. And, and I think that if we consecrate ourselves to Christ, he's going to do amazing things. We sang a song this morning of how amazing God is. And if we devote our life, if we devote ourselves to Jesus Christ and to reading each, to his word each day, uh, being in a word, um, I think that God going to do amazing things amongst his people. What did he do when Joshua told the Israelites? <laughs> just stop the river from flowing. That's kind of weird. I mean, what would happen if you let them stop Pine River? It wouldn't take long to flood, you would think. How in the world, how in the world did God do that? You know. Um, but I think that he's able to do amazing things here in this congregation. and uh, We love you and, and we just appreciate everything that you do for this, for this group and um, may God bless you in 2022. Thank you, Gerald and Rosalie. Remember, if you can't walk up here, I will come to you. Gerald's preaching next Sunday, so. Uh, 
the Wednesday night uh, book study that we did, I'm not a fan, I'm not really a fan of the book, but there were a lot of things in there to make you think. Didn't like some of the examples, but I did like getting together with people. And, you know, when you get together with people like this and they talk, you learn a lot about them, and it's helped me. Um, and I enjoyed it so much. There was one night it was icy, and I walked up icy steps onto the landing, and I said a little prayer before I was walking across there, but it was good. It was good. It was nice being there. Um, and it was helpful to me because it got me to thinking about Am I doing enough for God? And how do I know that? The other thing God blessed me with, um, I retired last year. And five days later, my wife had a heart attack. And I was able to be home with her because I'd retired. And God saw her through that. And uh, she has little or no problems because of that. So all through the year, God's blessed me. And like I said, some of the chapters and and some of the examples I was not a fan of not a fan but the book overall was really good and I really appreciated the people that were there and the discussion we had and remember if if you want to speak and somebody's speaking up or just you can sit in the front row and then when they're done or I can come to you raise your hand if you want to use the mic so I can come to you already time do I have? Now, don't get nervous. Last time I stood before you, some of you are thinking, oh, oh, here we go again. I'm like Verna Beth. It's not so much what God has been doing for us during the last year, but what God has been doing for us through our life. Where do we start? Where do we stop? counting our many blessings and seeing what God has done for us. When the restoration movement began, uh, now let me back up and say thank you for encouraging us to be in the word throughout the year. Isn't it wonderful to be able to be reading the same scriptures with your brothers and sisters in Christ? When the restoration movement began, we were known as the people of the word. Have we lost that? Uh, I, I love Psalms 109 that you preached on last week. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. May I hide it in my heart that I might not sin against God. Through the years, we've heard several missionaries come and speak, and many of them have been put in prison for the faith. And what sustained them was the word of God. They weren't given the scripture. They weren't given a Bible. It came from the heart. They had hid it in their hearts. And I thought many times, God, if I was in prison for my faith, how much of your word would I know and be able to memorize to sustain me through that time? It may happen, people, and we need to be careful, be aware of that and be prepared for that. Let me just tell you a few scriptures that are meaningful to us. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. 
Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not upon your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. That scripture first came to our mind or to our thoughts when Sonia had melanoma, stage four cancer, was told by the doctor, you, whatever you want to do, you better prepare to do it soon. And that was how many years ago, honey? 20, 25 years ago? And then I had uh, knee surgery in Lansing and had a massive heart attack. When I came back to my cardiologist in Alma, he said, Ralph, you should, when I look at your report, you should not be alive. I tried to explain to him that wasn't for him to determine. God had that in control, and I was alive for a, a reason. I think it, sometimes at night and when I do a life review, how many times has God directed my path that I wasn't even aware of it, but has set the circumstances for my life that I was where I needed to be when I needed to be there? Uh, when I was young, my folks had a, my father had bad health because of his lungs, and we were going to go to Arizona. On that trip, we were pulling a trailer with all of our belongings, and somehow people pulled up next to us and said, hey, yelling to us, your trailer's on fire. By the time we stopped, the, everything, all the belongings were gone, and we came back to Michigan. What, what would my life have been like if I had grown up in Arizona? I don't know. But God, I think, directed my path. I came back to Michigan. I was involved in the church. Uh, Christian friends, as Gerald said, helped me. And I am what I am because God, many times, I won't go through every experience that I had that he directed my path, but you get the point. We need to look back at our lives and say, oh, that didn't just happen. God directed my path. Another scripture that I learned more this year was Micah 6.8. The Lord has directed you, and what does he require of you, O man, but to uh, seek uh, justice, love mercy, and walk humbly before your God. That reminded me of what Solomon said at the end of Ecclesiastes. After he had tried to find the true meaning of life, what did it boil down to? The conclusion of the matter is this. Seek God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. And then, as Gerald mentioned from Joshua, Joshua 1.6, it says, after <clears throat> Moses was old and died, I'd like to be able to remember, and I can't, how many times it says to Joshua, be, of, be strong and be courageous. Why? Man. If I were Joshua, I would not have wanted to leave the tribe of Israel into the promised land. He had seen how disobedient and rebellious they were in the days of Moses. And now God's saying, you are the leader. But the rest of the verse says, don't be afraid of the terror because God is with you. What should we be afraid of? If God before us, who can be against us? 
let God be in control and we will do great things in the Lord, not because of who we are, but because of who God is. And that's my sermon. We got the next two people preaching. Gerald next week, Ralph in two weeks. Here we go. Who's going to be the third one? Anybody else? I can come to you with this mic if you need that. I grew up Catholic, and then I got married young <laughs> and kind of just stepped away from church, not God necessarily. I mean, I always had that belief, but I stepped away. And I came to this church occasionally because my kids came with my mother-in-law, and, <laughs> and I never connected with a preacher. Um, the last preacher we had, I connected with, which I'm glad because it made me start coming here. Um, so God led me to this church uh, for a reason. Um, the last year have has been challenging for me and my family. Um, I went through a divorce. I had three grandchildren in a year and a half. Um, my daughter was planning to graduate high school and join the Marines, which was a very, very hard thing for me to accept. And I know we all prayed about it, and I don't know if he answered the prayer by having her get pregnant, but um, <laughs> that certainly kept her away from the military. So um, having you all as a family, though, helped me get through having those challenges. Um, and the fact that everybody was so accepting of my daughter and Unwin mother being young and you all were still so supportive of her and, and myself, and, and that just was huge for me. So my word for the year is transformation because a lot of things are changing for me. Um, I'm getting a new, starting a new job soon. I'm moving out of my current place into a new place. So that's all it's about. But thank you all for being the wonderful people that you are. Thank you, Monica. And uh, as you were sharing, I just looked down at the song again. God is so good. For for all the testimony so far, God is so good. I like that word so because it's more than just good. It's so good. Anybody else? I can come to you. You want me to come to you, Cheryl? Um, I just wanted to uh, say, it's been several, quite a few years ago, I couldn't tell you how many, but a long time ago, um, when Al was hunting and my children were little and at home, and uh, my hot water heater died. And it's like, what do you do? Well, I called the elders of the church, because that's what it says, you know. And so I did. And Harold Corder came out, and we got a new one, and he put it in, and I think, I don't know, maybe he just had to clean the element, I don't remember, but he came to my rescue and helped. And then a few years ago, when I'm having one other issue, I don't know, it was a back issue, I guess, and I couldn't get up and do hardly anything, 
we had been given a bushel of beets. Well, they're going to rot out there. What are you going to do with them? Well, Laura and Perry said, we can help you with those. Well, Perry ended up getting sick that day, so Laura came over, and with Al's help, they canned pickled beets the whole day. Laura got there like at 8 or 9 in the morning and didn't leave till 5 after she cleaned the kitchen at night. And so I guess my testimony is that it's great to have this Zoom and online and all these things, but, you know, nothing beats having a church family. They've always been there for me and for my family, and hopefully I can someday return the favor when I'm, my health's a little better. You know, But um, it's just a, a blessing to know that you're all there. And thank you. Thank you, Cheryl. J.D., I'm coming. Somebody else can come up front, sit in front. I'm getting my steps in today. My simple testimony is <clears throat> the Lord has seen me through this year. Amen. Thanks, J.D. I just wanted to say that we had to go to elderlies in Lansing, and if anybody knows where that is, it's hard to get to. We got there all right, but we couldn't come back the same way. And then we ended up getting lost and going the wrong way, And but the Lord helped us, and we got home, and it was only through prayer that we could do that. And there's a song that I really feel is part of me, and it's footsteps walking with me, footsteps I cannot see. But every move I make and every step I take, I know he's there with me. But he's there with me all the way, beside me day by day, through good and bad, through happy and sad. Those footsteps don't go away. I'll never walk in life alone. There'll always be someone there. I know he won't let me down. He's with me everywhere. And the special things in my life I've done have been through him and his love. I've been blessed in so many ways, thanks to the Lord above. I think that my life has been blessed by the one who is guiding me. Then I'm led by the hand of someone I can't see. But I'm not always sure where to go. That's when I follow his lead. I know that the pathway that he shows will help me to succeed. And I know God is with me always. Thank you, Colleen. I want to say, Colleen has blessed me. Uh, she comes in every Sunday and is like, do you want my notes on the sermon now or later? <laughs> it encourages me to keep studying. Short. Uh, now I got that. Just a little while ago, my wife fell, and uh, it sure it really hurt me. I mean, I was afraid that something was going to go wrong with her. And I prayed like as bad as I could ever pray, and God come through, and it got rid of the position, the thing that bothered and hurt, and. Uh, 
And not only that, quite a few years ago, she had cancer, and I never prayed a word in my life to keep her. God done it for us. Can't help it. To Jesus Christ, what had he done for us? Amen for that. Thanks, George. Anybody else? I can come to you. Testimonies. I think of um, my, I guess, what would be my foster dad. What many people don't know. Um, my name is Jesse, by the way. I lived in this area most of my life, pretty much all of it. I grew up in the church. My foster dad, Nan Skirvin, um, was a preacher at the 46 Tabernacle for years and years. His father before him, Jack Skirvin, was the same way. Um, never really left the church. Uh, had a chaotic childhood and sometimes pain. Uh, pain has it does weird things to you. Those weird things to your life. Um, you hear Ralph and Gerald speak, and Ralph especially, you know, um, about you know seeing, I guess, seeing God's hand in a lot of circumstances in, in, in his life, and uh, it resonates kind of with me a lot too. I've been through some crazy things, um, a lot of pain in my, in my past. I've caused a lot of pain for a lot of people too. Um, this year. At the age of 40, I had my first child, Atlas. Um, never really wanted children, that's the truth. Um, I was afraid of um, some of the things I have of passing that on. You know, it's just, I, I didn't see much, never seen much good in the world as a child. So the thought of bringing a child into a world I really didn't, didn't like, it was just, was, um, not for me, I guess. And then, like I said, at the age of 40, here comes Atlas. And uh, I see God's hand in that more than anything else in my life, I guess. He led me to Betsy Jean and the children, her you know, her family, pretty much the only family I have, and then you guys. And um, I think God gives you what you need sometimes when you don't know you need it. I, in a lot of ways, given up on life. Didn't really care for it. You know, I spent most of my days trying to drink myself or uh, drug myself to death because I just didn't, I didn't see much worth in the world or in myself. And then, like I said, along comes Atlas. God sees what we need even when we don't see it. And he gave me a reason to live, a reason to be better. I mean, I had those reasons, but like I said, pain, pain sometimes makes you lose sight of things. So... I'm grateful for Atlas. I'm grateful for my wife, Betsy, giving me Atlas. God for giving me Atlas. For giving me um, another reason to be better. I appreciate you guys. We love you guys, the family here, Tony, Gerald and Rosie, everyone. Um, not much of a testimony, I guess. Just wanted to stand up and say I'm thankful. 2021 um, didn't turn out to be such a bad year. So uh, 
I'm anxious to see what God has in store for 2022 and on. We love you guys. Thank you. Thanks, Jesse. I do have to say, I thank Betsy for all she does in the office right here. She does a lot for me, I know that. So thank you, Betsy, and thank you, Jesse, for being a part of this family, too. We love you. Any other takers? I can come to you. I need to get my steps in today. Are we doing part two next week then? No, no, no. Our, yes. I know some of you shared, but. <laughs> what was that word? Now you have to. Indignation. Okay. <laughs> How do you spell that? No. get older, I feel like I need to try to keep my mouth shut more. <laughs> but I feel obligated to open it. I feel as a child I won the lottery. I, I grew up in this church. My parents were Christians. What a gift. I became a Christian at this young age. And um, that assurity of comfort has always been through my life. I feel saddened when people don't be able to experience that. I've had many struggles in my life, and I've always had that assurance that God's going to walk me through it. I've had humiliation of being divorced, and uh, it took me to my knees. I've had huge disagreements with my parents that took me to my knees. And um, I can rest assured that even through a near-death tragedy, um, it wasn't my time to go. Um, I don't know if I shared this before. I was wrenching on a car. The car fell on my chest. And miraculously, I just kind of pulled out under it. I thought nothing of it. Till the next day, my whole chest was black and blue for a month. So it wasn't my time. And um, But anyways, I, I did want to share a verse. It, it talks about sharing. And um, I'd say God is faithful. And put all your, everything you're doing, put it towards him, and he will bless it. And I'd just like to share that a scripture verse is, we're reading through scriptures. I'm a little different path, and I think I'm going to switch so we're all in the same path. But um, Psalm 66, I thought, was really good. Psalm 66, 16. I'm not as good as Ralph is memorizing verses off the top of my head. I'm sorry. It's just not me. I can't do it. Come and hear, all of you who revere the Lord, and I will tell you what he did for me. For I cried to him for help with praises ready on my tongue. He would not have listened if I had not confessed my sins. But he listened. He heard my prayer. He paid attention to it. Blessed be God, who didn't turn away when I was praying and didn't refuse me his kindness and love.
God bless you guys. Thank you, Bill. Any others? All right. And one other thing I want to mention. Oh, Betsy's coming. But one other thing I want to mention, if you still want to read and make a commitment, come see me if you want to sign your name on that journal. Okay. Um, I just wanted to share a little bit that's gone on uh, this past year. Um, God kind of has a sense of humor. <laughs> when we think we have everything figured out, God has other plans sometimes. <laughs> So I finished my degree in December. <laughs> and I thought I was going to go on to do other things. And then I found out in February that I was pregnant. And Atlas has been a blessing <laughs> to our family this year. Um... And then aside from that, you know, my kids are getting ready to graduate. So that's been hard for me to cope with. <laughs> but God always gets us through. And then just a couple months ago, my mom had COVID. And when she got to the hospital, she had doctors tell her that she would never leave. But God healed my mom. So I praise God that even when we have plans of our own, he works through those and he guides us. And my word for this year is love. I just want to love my kids, love my husband, love my family, my friends, my congregation. So that's my word for this year is love. I always love hearing Atlas playing over here while I'm over here in the office. And he's grown so much. Anybody else? Well, the planning committee didn't come to me. I'm sorry. But any other takers? A couple more minutes. Should I be the auctioneer? Going one? No. But I appreciate testimony Sunday. When I when I said I haven't had one in a while, I don't think I've ever been a part of one. Maybe. Maybe we have, maybe we haven't, but thank you all for sharing. I know it's hard sometimes to be like, I got to talk in front of people. Um, and this is one of the, 
reasons why I challenge us to make a commitment to read the Bible together. Because I don't just want to be a Sunday congregation. I want to be like an everyday family. Um, as we grow together, as we study together, as we, you know, something happens to you and you're like, I need to share it with somebody, call somebody up, uh, text somebody, say, this happened to me. I praise God for this. Can you praise God with me? Um, because it happened. So that's why the challenges of Bible reading, um, the book discussions we have. Jody, I'm like you. I, some books are hard to read. Sometimes I'm not a fan of any book. Like, I read a book and I want to throw it away because I'm like, I don't need to read that right now. Um, but thank you all for sharing testimonies. Um, just one more going back to the song. Um, I love uh, verse 3. He cares for me. Um, God does care for us, right? Um, I've seen it. You know, we moved up here in August, August 30th. Um, now it's January 2nd. Um, he cares for me. That's that's a huge one. He cares for all of us. Thank you so much for testimonies. And um, as the uh, singers come up, I know Cody got to rearrange some mics again. But I'll pray for us as um, the worship team comes up. So let's pray. God, thank you so much for today. Thank you for uh, Testimony Sunday where we can share how you are working in our lives, how you have worked. And we can also think about what you're going to do in the future. Um, I know 2022 just started, but there's, like Gerald said earlier, there's some good things coming from you, I think, and believe that. So God, please be with us as we uh, sing our last song. And again, if there's someone here that wants to know Jesus, I pray that they would um, repent of their sins, um, that they know they need a Savior that they would confess Jesus as Lord and Savior and then be, want to be baptized, to be buried with Christ and raised to a new life so that they can live with you and in faith um, till the very end. Thank you for this church congregation. Thank you for the people online that are listening and for the testimonies that we did here today. I pray that we would just follow you, um, knowing that you are with us wherever we go. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.